0: Welcome to the Boys and Bolas podcast. My name is Jeff Ely. I'm Jared Carpenter. And welcome to week 33. I'm going to get this right this time. We're in week 33 now. Yeah, we'll preview week 33. We're in week 33. Yeah, sure. We're in week 33. <laughs> we just we just finished week 33. Yeah, all right, all right. You're right, you're right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> all right.
1: And uh, we have another guest today all the way from the state of Texas. Great state. Tejas for all you Spanish speakers. (laughs) We have Mac Bruce. Mac is a Liverpool fan and we probably should have had him on the last episode, but the timing was off. But, you know, we got to give due. We got to give credit where it's due. And so, Mac, thank you for joining us all the way from Austin,
0: Texas.
2: Thanks for having me, guys. Great to be on the show.
0: I feel like I already gave you a great gift. You gave him a gift? I already gave him a gift. What was the gift? Two episodes okay. ago. We gave a whole episode devoted to the Yes, we had oh, yeah, yeah. exactly it was <laughs> to Liverpool. The intro.
2: Yeah, yeah, I know. That was nice. That was nice. I listened to that one.
0: <laughs> there you go. That's all we can ask
2: for.
1: Jeff labored <laughs> all night getting the you never walk alone audio. He had he had it cued. It just was an emotional step for him to do the intro and the <laughs> outro. I know.
0: Oh it hurt me. It hurt you. I did like I did the intro as a as like the uh I did like a nice musical intro and then i did the nice like chorus as the outro
1: you know it's actually it's a it's a cool song i have to i have to say it's a cool song
0: it's better than most it's better uh, maybe not most (laughs) but it's a cool song (laughs) so mac we're gonna start off no Mac Mac Mac. First of all, no, no, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Oh, are we gonna? <laughs> I want to hear a bit about Mac. What's his color? I want to hear about his backstory. I want to hear about what is it's totally
1: what what cool. what his deal is. Like like why he was supporting Chelsea last season, but now all of a sudden he's a Liverpool <laughs> fan. Uh, look, he's he's Liverpool fan now. He used to know. be a Palace fan. <laughs> so yeah, let's get it.
0: Let's get let's, let's 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 figure it out here. Let's get let's dive let's get real. Let's dive into it. All right. All right, Mac. Explain yourself. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> well, the reason I'm here, uh, I think, is because I know Jay from college. Perfect. Um, and so that's how we met. Um, but you know, we've kind of just like kept in touch randomly since then. Like every now and then, uh, about soccer stuff or. Uh, sounds like the last um, time I. The last time sounds actually, like Jared
0: and I's relationship for, uh, you know. 2009 to 2015. Thanks, yeah. Right. Now we're best friends. So there's
2: hope for you. <laughs> Let me tell you. Well, the last time we saw each other in person, I think, was uh, our mutual friend Nick's wedding.
1: Oh my gosh, it was. How was that? It was. It was a sober affair, and no one drank.
2: Yeah, it was really, uh, really boring, and it was really boring. Not much Rural. fun. Yeah.
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. He had a he had a cellist come in from Vancouver. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Nick, if you're listening, it was great. It was awesome. And no one was sober. <laughs> oh, that's good. It's even tough to say I'm hoping, if we were I'm, there. It was like a different time. Where was
0: this wedding?
2: The
1: wedding what, was in Louisville, right, Mac?
2: That's right. Yeah, in Kentucky. God, that,
1: that, you know, I was thinking too, I was like, when's the last time I saw Mac? And I was like, it had to have been Bailey's wedding. So, yeah. yeah. And, you know, Mac and I, so I graduated college in 09. Mac graduated in 2010. Yeah, this, 2011 this actually, yeah. 2011, Okay. So this is Rhodes and you know, back then being a soccer fan, basically before the 2010 world cup was still like something that was underground, you know? So like Mac and I would play pickup, play intramurals, just constantly soccer, soccer, soccer. We'd be like, you know, watching the games in the weekends. And it was still something that was fairly underground. Uh, I think it's kind of blown up more. I think it's a lot more of the pop culture. I think yeah. the MLS has done that a little bit more. Um, but Mac is definitely a, a day oneer.
0: Well, it was soccer. hard. It was also harder to watch, I think.
2: Yeah, that's what I, mean. I was gonna say because they, they weren't the games weren't on uh, NBC, so you had to have special Fox you Soccer. Have to have, yeah,
0: you yeah. had to have Fox Soccer Channel FSC. That's right. Which died out.
2: Yeah. Well, it's a it's a new
0: it's no Fox Soccer Channel. It's Fox Sports now. Ah, Fox Sports. They show um, I mean, they show some game. They show different different types of soccer. Well, anyways,
1: I think we had Fox Soccer Channel in college, and we all had yeah. to, like, yeah, so,
0: anyway. Yeah, I used to, I remember I used to have to go to your house, Jarrett, to watch. Yeah, you games. haven't
1: been back since.
0: No, I haven't. No, no, <laughs> not now. Not now. Sorry. It's, it's all right. Do you want to recap now? You haven't invited me back. That's why. Well, yeah, you're not welcome. Thank you.
1: I, I, co- I come here. I come to the bunker. Yeah. Well, Hey. You know, the bunker, so Mac will one day come up to the bunker when this COVID thing is over. Yeah, we'd love to have you. The bunker's cozy. The bunker's really cozy. It is. And it fits.
0: It could fit. It could be like a Men in Blades situation where it's like us two sitting next to each other, and there's like a stool behind us, and that's it. There's nobody else.
2: Yeah, what do they call There's The panic room? The panic room. Is that yeah. what it is?
0: That's what it the is. The panic room? That's kind of nice. It's kind of nice, but... You work, you, <laughs> you work with what you got. You work with what you
1: got. You really work with what you got. I was you telling got. Jeff that like his home value doesn't go up, you know, no. like if we have $5,000 worth of equipment in the room, it still only like goes up a hundred dollars, you know, because yes. <laughs> the studio itself is, is uh, it's impressive. You know, like if, if the world ended and you know how, like in uh, Vigo Mortensen's movie, the road, yep. he has to like, or in any of the end of the world movies and you like go into someone's house and you kind of look around you're looking for food or something yeah. and if somebody came down here and saw this setup there's like a tottenham jersey nailed to the wall like yeah. what would
0: you think you would you might be afraid you'd be worried you'd be worried that th- this person was down here was plotting some kind of uh yeah some kind of like jet hija- like some kind of like computer like you know i don't know some serious some serious things some serious stuff going on toppling governments yeah toppling governments probably
1: russian shout out Putin yeah <laughs> can
0: I can can I have Mac recap the games well we can we can we can we we will let him we'll prompt him we'll get him there yeah, yeah. I don't know, who,
2: you know what games we're going to talk about yeah I'll yeah. chime in
1: he will chime in, in. <laughs> just you got it you got to throw it right over the plate and hit <laughs> <it in.
2: laughs> that's fine
0: it's got to be a soft toss Mac what are you drinking what of course What's Mac of course. drinking it's a new segment. Oh, it's called I, what, What's Matt Drinking? What, hashtag
1: What's Matt Drinking. See, <laughs> yeah. I saw the bottle though, and I was like, Does he it's a koozie. have a. No, 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 but hold it up. Hold it up, Mac. Oh, oh. no, no, no. Put the koozie back on. Put the koozie back on. See, with the koozie back on, what I thought was. It was I a thought, red stripe. I thought it was a red stripe in a oh, koozie, yeah. and I was getting excited.
0: <laughs> Is that something that you would do? No,
1: I just have never seen anyone no, do that. No,
0: Jarrett would do. Jarrett just does anything in a, anything in a can. Oh, a my koozie. God.
1: Look at this. Look at this. Allie and Nick's koozie from the you go shout wow. out nick bailey anyways
2: no don't no, shout him out he's a man city fan come on
1: oh he is a man city i forgot i have a man city fan he was texting
2: yeah. me he was texting me all throughout the game today oh really no he wasn't that's, bro- that's
1: brutal oh man I'm gonna...
2: I-, I had to start explaining to him how the point system worked
0: Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Champions.
1: I'm, I'm gonna i'm I'm texting i don't think i've ever texted anyone during i think this is like i shouldn't do this but shouldn't do this we're live recording but um <laughs> Nick, we all not in post. Your team uh, lost the prem. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna see that and be like, "Cool." <laughs> uh, I haven't texted Mac. The last time I texted him was November second, twenty eighteen.
2: <laughs> all right, let's get. He's, he's gonna enjoy week thirty two. Re- oh, he's gonna re- enjoy
0: it. week thirty two recap. Let's bring it back. Ba, 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 ba. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's our like low production. Like normally we'd have somebody like pressing buttons, and that's like. Yeah. Woop, woop. I add that. I add it you add it in post in post you add it yeah emotionally don't
0: worry. it's uh i have a little button that's it's like a a horn button <laughs> anyway man united brighton it's a big win for man united three nothing
1: do you yeah. think they're going to mac do you think united's going to finish in the top 4 or do you think they're going to be 5th i feel like
2: they're i don't i feel like they're uh they're on the up and up here um I know. Unfortunately. Yeah, after the I restart, the they're, they're looking good. And, like, you know, I feel like before, I mean, people were forgetting about, they just have Paul Pogba just like chilling. And, like, he's like the best midfielder in the league, you know, next to KDB.
1: Fairly true. I, I, I think that, I, I think if I had to make the best midfield out of the league, this is what I take. I take KDB up front, I put Pogba right behind him, and right behind him, I have Conte. That's a freakish midfield. That's crazy. freakish midfield. You've crazy. taken the you've taken the World Cup midfield, and KDB is way better than Griezmann. That's all you've done. Oh, KDB. And yeah. so, yeah, I I agree. I mean, to have just Pogba just sitting on the bench, you just bring him on just to like entertain the masses. Yeah. He's looked good. He yeah, has I looked mean, good.
2: You just with him, you just see him do like there'll just be flashes in a game where like it's just like one pass or like one little thing he does, and you're just like, wow, that's like, you know, leagues above anything. Yeah,
1: on? he'll have, like – um, he has these, like, one-time kind of across-his-body chop passes that he does, and he'll just he, – there are a few people on the planet that execute them as well as he does, yep. and they're against the grain passes, and he's able to just, like, bypass a bunch of defenders. And in the game against Brighton and in the game the previous week when Martial had his hat trick, oh, he just yeah. looked exactly like you said. It honestly looked like everyone else was running – i don't know in high grass and he was just he looks so good He's looked so good and i I hope united hold on to him i mean there's some
0: players who just like have like really benefited from (laughs) the break and obviously he's one of them because yeah he recovered from his injury obviously he was training and he's come back and he's looking good and He's he's, he's gonna be the difference between them being in champs league versus europa league so Yep. And I, and I agree with you. I think it's. I think they're on the up and up, and they're going to be in that fourth spot. Uh, I, and I'm not. I'm no Man United fan. Let me tell you. Yeah, no, hate me the passion. It's like <laughs> as much as I hate Arsenal, I hate Man United. Yeah,
1: I, th- I think growing up when they would just literally couldn't lose, it was just painful. Ah, oh, it's brutal. It's like a PTSD type thing where you're just like, oh, damn it. But now it's. I
0: think we. I think we came into the era of Man United being really good, or at least I started watching the Prem. Like, when they were really, really good, it's, like, how uh, the Yankees were really, really good. Yeah. yeah and, yeah. like, I could just, like, the description, the, the uh, comparison between Man United and the Yankees were, like, so on point for me that I just, like, I hated them so much. They yeah, I just them. remember but thinking,
2: like, Van like Nistelrooy was just, like, the most ruthless yeah. striker. Like, yeah, you yeah
0: know,
1: you're just like, God damn that guy.
2: Yeah, Van yeah
1: Yeah, all the time. And like, I don't have the stat in front of me because we're really well researched. But it's like I remember hearing that Van Listera scored, I think, out of 100 percent of his goals. Only one of them was outside the 18. So (laughs) it was just like, yeah, whenever he was in the 18, give the man the ball back to goal,
0: front to goal. He's going to figure it out, you know. Um, Yeah, that's that's kind of like that's where my hatred began way back. Yeah. And then like I just had this. I had, like, friends who just reinforced that hatred. I think we had a teammate in high school who was just, like, really into Man U. Yeah. And then one of our uh, – our last guests, obviously. And so it just keeps, like, sparking that hatred. Just sparking.
1: You know, Casey had a – shout out Casey Bassett. He has a men's soccer team up here, and their crest is – since he's a Manchester United fan, is Man Chest Hair United. <laughs> and – I don't know where those jerseys are, but those are epic. And this is the like jersey it. that Casey and I were talking about from the last episode. That's the Mexican jersey.
2: Whoa, that's crazy!
1: So it's the Mexican national jersey. We'll get it up
2: on uh, Instagram. It will be it's, up on Instagram it's... for all
1: of our million followers. But this is the jersey I wore in 24 when I was 14 years old, and you can see it's still massive on me. <laughs> and I put on 70 pounds since I was 14. So yeah, that happened, and that was all because Casey Casey's mom took him to go jersey shopping.
0: <laughs> He's like, "Oh, I'll take the Mexican jersey." <laughs> uh. Continuing the recap, we got Newcastle, Bournemouth, four-one. Newcastle blew them out,
1: four-one. Newcastle's also out of the relegation officially now. I think almost mathematically with that win, mm-hmm. um, which is nice. Bournemouth
0: is still very much in the relegation.
1: Bournemouth is <laughs> Eddie yeah. Howe is,
0: is Ed, Eddie Howe's drinking? He's drinking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's got a red
1: stripe and a koozie.
0: Yeah, uh, Everton, Everton over Leicester. We called that. Uh, actually, Casey called that. Casey called that. Yeah. Um. And so, my question for you, Mac, what is your what is your view? Because this is how I've been talking about Leicester and their free fall for the since the restart. And I just don't. Actually, before the restart, they they just haven't shown like what they did were doing in the first half of the season. Yeah. What is your prediction on Leicester's? Uh, place in the table by the end of the season. Yeah,
1: what do you think they're going to be? If you if you had to put a hundred bucks, where would you put it? Uh, I
2: don't know. Like I, I think they're out of the. I think they're out of the top four. And I think um, mm. the last game, I thought it was interesting because I feel like Leicester. You have a, the confluence of Leicester um, not performing as well as they have been doing, and then Everton performing better than they have been doing. Um, and so, kind of like one was going up and one was going down. And I think um, – I just feel like – do you guys get the feeling with Everton? Like, they should be a lot much, a lot better than what they yes. are. Oh, I mean, the, absolutely. The, te- the players they have on that team um, are so good, like, skillful. And if they can get it together, I feel like they're going to have um, – they're going to finish the season well and then start start next season pretty well, too. If they can I, up. I
1: couldn't agree with you more. And I think that that's shown through in the Everton-Liverpool tie – um that they're so sound in the back shout out to jeremina colombian um they're sound in the back they got you know Rick carlson going forward they get some other stuff they're also like a one of the more i think historic and kind of like moneyed clubs in the Premier league and here's the thing like i look at the table so we're all in 32 games they have 44 points okay sheffield is in seventh and they have 47 so if they win all of a sudden yeah. they're in seventh if they lose and other things happen they can be all the way to you know 13th so i completely agree with you and i think that everton still probably has their eyes on europa because it's not it's a long shot but it's not mathematically crazy and as all the other teams are going to start to kill kill each other off um they could they could definitely move up the table and it wouldn't surprise me it wouldn't surprise me if everton actually finished higher than arsenal um
0: yeah i would I say that i, would, I would agree yeah. with that
1: yeah so
0: unfortunately, I, uh, I wish that I could say that Tottenham was going to perform better. And
1: we're not talking about Tottenham, Jeff. I
0: know, but what we're talking about is <laughs> everyone finishing about- above Arsenal, and we'll, if we're talking about that, we're talking about Tottenham, shit like shitting their pants. I, I
1: love that Arsenal makes you think of Tottenham. Yeah, uh,
0: it's Inter- like Arsenal, one
1: ex-girlfriend making you think of another. It's like, like looking
0: at the it's like looking at the table, and it's and you see that Arsenal is ahead of you. And It's always oh, be sad, and sad. Is Arsenal
1: ahead of you? Oh yeah. Oh yes.
0: Well, Mac oh, yes. and I
1: can't really sympathize with that right now. So <laughs> I know you need your own therapy but for that.
0: I do agree. Everton on the up and up. Leicester, they're not going to. Schmeichel can't carry them through to the Champs League. Unfortunately, it, I, Vardy's not. Vardy's not playing. Yeah. If if Leicester you know, somehow not, make the top four, it would be a miracle. Many people will be wrong.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Um. So then we'll go on to our favorite team, Arsenal. They beat Norwich 4-0. Good job. Uh, from there, no, real talk, though, They that's a game that they should win, and those goals will definitely help them um, in the event that they need to, you know, have a goal differential off with teams. Um, but that game was probably the game you looked at this and you were like, yeah, that should be a win. Um, and with that said, we can go right into my boys losing to West Ham. Mac, you want to break down this game? Because I don't even know what to say. <laughs>
2: Um, I mean, yeah, it was just like, honestly, Chelsea right now, how they're, how they're looking is like, it reminds me of like when, right when Klopp came into Liverpool, it was like, they look really nice going forward. And you always know, like, they're going to score a couple goals, but they're definitely going to let in one or two, you know what I'm saying?
1: That's, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Because that's how, yeah.
2: Yeah. I, I just think that like, um, it's really hard to. To be consistent when you know you're gonna let in at least one, probably two goals. Um, yeah, which is like what Kepa they're looking like right group.
0: now. Uh what? Did I say it? Keppa? Yeah, you did. Terrible.
2: Oh yeah. They gotta He's get really rid of that.
1: Like Mac, like literally, I would put you in goal over Kepa. <laughs> be like, who should who should you put in over Keppa? I'm like, we're gonna get a bargain. I'll give this dude two hundred a year and he'll explain yeah. goal and it'll be better than Kepa.
0: Keppa's bad. He's really bad
1: because at least if they're taking shots on you, me, Jeff, anybody who's just walking around the street, at least you'll know the goal, the ball is likely to go in. Right. You're paying well, maybe they, millions of dollars.
2: Maybe they could just consider playing another outfield player, just going with no goalie, just having a man up. Yeah,
0: play a man up. I hate that. I hate that. I, hate that I even
1: I even considered it in my head for like a quarter second i'm like that's not a jesus that's a bad idea mac damn it <laughs> imagine on a corner kick no one put their hands on it everyone's just like they're stacking bodies in the goal but he's honestly horrible yeah, he's yeah. horrible like the stat came out in january that he had the worst shot um shot shot on goal per, per save percentage like- in europe he was like in the top two or three and that's just unfathomable and when i think about it
0: He was like 75 shots against him and he had let in like 34 goals. Yeah, no, he's horrible. He's He's really bad. And
1: like when you think about it, though, in order to win the Premier League, you need someone in the goal who's going to make ridiculous saves. And for Chelsea, we've either had, you know, we've had two great goalkeepers before him for the last decade and a half who are top goalkeepers. And so now that we got him, it's just brutal. And Lampard's already, he's been saying since January, since all those stats came out, He's like, we got to get rid of him. And it's so bad. Now you know how bad Willie Caballero is because that dude was just nailed to the bench, even though Keppel lets everything in. Hmm. And if you watch the FA Cup game, Caballero is like, also just like, come on, my guy.
2: The thing Rough. I will always remember Keppa for is that time he refused to come off the field. When, uh, what was the coach, the Italian coach? or It was Conte. It, or, uh, oh, no, no, it was sorry. no, no. It was sorry. It was sorry. Sorry. It was, yeah, it was sorry. sorry.
1: He he, ref, he refused to come off the field because he had to stay in the game. I mean, who refuses their coach? Honestly, like that's.
2: It was crazy. It was like something you would see at like, you know, middle school or like high school. This guy just refute telling his coach, no, I'm not coming off. No,
1: no. Can you imagine that? I mean. <laughs> was oh, crazy. so that, so that was brutal. And everyone above us in the table and Lester, um, everyone behind us and everyone in front of us was definitely happy about that, um, and I was just kind of like, you know, you watch it, and it's just, it's just a joke. Like, Azpilicueta, I actually think, is okay. But if you watch the things, they've got him on him. He can't be more than 5'8 on a central defender who's easily 6'4. There's just no way he can stop him we, from
0: scoring. Well, the one thing I think that we, we agreed upon when we were watching that game is we kept texting each other, Rudiger. Rudiger's rough. Watching Rudiger that game. Was Those was like, were rough games. Those are rough games, He had game, a really right? bad game. He, not only he had a bad game, he's just not that good of a player. Yeah. It's 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 t- <laughs> the he's, fact that they're No, he's he's wearing he's not he's not chose. that good a And
1: it's, like it's, I blame the first goal on him because he has a brain fart with we're in stoppage time of the first half. He's a brain fart and kicks it out for a corner. Mm. Just kick it out for a go- just throwing. Yeah, that's like, all you got to do. Too, yeah. It's, Honestly, he gave him he he just gave it right to him. I don't know. It's bad. Rudiger's rough. So let's get away from that game. Spurs Sheffield. And now now I'm coming to you boys. I'm coming to your come coming to your pretty ladies here. Spurs, Sheffield. Mac, you want to say anything about that game? Did you watch that? Because it was bad.
2: Yeah. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. I mean. Species. Yeah. It was just Sheffield. They like took every chance they had. I felt like they were like, um, they looked good on the counter. I feel like their game. I feel like their game game plan
0: for that game was to Smash smash and grab. Yeah. yeah, it was Smashing just grab. we know we we're going to be able to defend against them because they have no they they have no midfield, and just get just get a counter and just I don't know, put push the ball up front and just Spurs suck so we'll just put the ball in it and then Spurs can't like their their hope is that they can put the ball across the field and somehow Kane can score and sometimes that might work but if they can't control the midfield if they cannot get Lamella to fucking look up and actually make a, a decent pass, yeah. then they're never going to be able to, like, to score. The guy puts his head down, and he thinks he can dribble through, like, three guys, and he gets the ball taken away from him. He's not good. He's not good. Like, he's at best a decent midfielder.
1: At best. At
0: best. And, like, he doesn't look up to see that there's, like, Sun standing there, like, twiddling his thumbs. It's brutal. It's it's hard to watch.
2: Jeff, what's your, what, what's your feeling on, like, harry kane right now i mean i, I, feel, I feel like, like he's he like he's brutal he is he's, just he just looks like a step behind he just he looks like he just played too many minutes like
0: i and the I funny know. thing is he's played, probably put the least amount of minutes of anybody on that team you think so
2: i think he's played the least amount.
0: well i mean this season
2: this season this season oh, this right. season
0: because like he's been injured so
2: he's been injured yeah.
0: yeah, yeah so i i thought this is my hope my hope was that he had the he had the uh, the break to rehab whatever whatever injury he had, um, and he was going to come back fit. And he came back looking like just one step behind everybody else, and I, and he's still playing that way. And the fact that he's playing ninety minutes is is beyond anything I can. But it just shows that Spurs don't have the depth at forward at yeah. attacking options to. To 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 either put Kane in at late in the game or to let him play sixty minutes and then take him out and put somebody else in.
1: You know, watching the game, there was just one thing I kept saying. The board, somebody's watching that and saying the exact same thing, which is Jesus, we did not replace Christian Erickson. Yes. Period. 100 percent right? Because when you get a when you get a team pin pinned backed all the way to their area and there's the field is now the depth of twenty yards, it's so hard to break down. You know, and only the best teams can do it—the Barcelonas, the Real Madrids, the Man Cities, the Liverpools, Chelsea maybe on a good day. You know, you need a top team to do that. But what you need is a guy who's going to make the difference. He's going to play that one-two ball. He's going to open his hips. He's gonna—he's just going to do something a little bit more dynamic than just go left to right. And that's Christian Eriksen. And they just don't have that.
0: Yeah, um, Lamela, locelso and Dyer do not fit the bill on the on on that player. And Sissoko, no. And like. You son, you, son has like flashes where like he can score a goal as a attacking, almost like a forward and attacking midfielder, not as a like holding midfielder, slash like actual like playmaker. Like, yeah, he he's not a playmaker. He's not a playmaker. He's a he's guy really who good. takes, yeah, he's really good. He takes yeah, the ball yeah. and he like makes a move, makes a pass or shoots. He's not yeah. a guy that, yeah,
1: they just don't have a 10. They don't have a 10. a 10. They don't have anything that even resembles a 10. And so you just got a bunch of, like, dire clones that can move the ball, you know, east to west. But going north to south with that, like, final pass, they just don't have. Uh, And they also don't have a guy right now who can really, like, get by someone super cleanly one-on-one consistently uh, to be able to create space once a team is pushed back. Because I feel like Sheffield must have been like, all right, this is what we're going to do. We're going to sit. They're going to have 80% of the possession. We're going to get three or four opportunities. As long as we bury two, we're going to win.
0: Yeah, because Kane, Kane's not going to dribble through four guys, and they're not going to be able to get the ball in the box cleanly to, for Kane to shoot and score. So it's like, I mean, yeah, he scored a goal. He might have scored two, like two goals, one taken away. But that was a great bet that they played. That they were just going to drop back, play one forward, and yeah. it worked for them. It was cla- I mean, classic was- classics
1: from grab. Graham. Yeah. But, but, but honestly, that was it's like our it's,
2: decision against um, against uh, brutal. Mora was crazy, brutal. That that did not look like a handball to me. What do
1: you what do you think about that rule, Max? Should we do away with that? Amend it?
2: I don't know. It's just like, yeah, it it seems too harsh. I mean, um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what the solution is, but it doesn't seem fair.
0: The solution is, the solution is to get rid of, to to stop letting VAR. So Mourinho put it best and I could cut this in in post but I probably will just do it. <laughs> Mourinho put it best. That's what you're going to start this sentence. I'm going to say Mourinho put wow. it best when he said he said that the <laughs> officials on the field are not the first officials. They're the assistant of, they're the assistant officials. Right. The first officials are the officials in the VAR booth because ultimately what it comes down to is that if the, the, the official on the field says VAR and it goes up to VAR for fucking 10 minutes <laughs> And they make a decision. And then it's like he's like, all right, I'm, that's what it is. Yeah. But it's not. It's not like. It's not like he gets to choose that it's VAR. VAR to me, says to him, "I got to look yeah. at this. This is the, what needs to happen." It's like to me, if they're
2: gonna do VAR, they gotta let the guy look at it. They gotta yeah, the give guy time the for the.
0: Yeah. Right. Yeah. There's a little. They do it in the NFL. It's a little like right. it's a little booth. It's, it's not like it would booth. take
2: that much more time.
0: No. I mean, we're in 2020.
1: We all got technology. <laughs> Take your iPhone out of your pocket, Andrew Mariner, and just look at your phone. Yeah, that's a goal. No, that's not a goal. You know, like, they, I, I completely agree. He's got to be able to see it. Otherwise, yeah. he's just constantly superseded it, and he's not, like Jeff said, he's not the ultimate authority. And that right. used to be, like, yeah. the beauty of soccer. That's the beauty of the game is that right. sometimes the ref bottles it, and you lose the game, and that's also life. You know, life isn't fair. Soccer isn't fair. And I, I think it's – I think the VAR <laughs> – and when you add the VAR and the water breaks, sock like the current prem is just so much <laughs> yeah. more choppy yeah. you know there's it's yeah. hard to
0: get in flow um and I think that that is also if the world Cup if the player in the World Cup can play through the summer without taking a water break, I think the prem can do it for the last nine games like they don't have to take water breaks like
3: yeah
0: that's I think they get a they get they play for 90 minutes they play for 45 minutes, they get a break play for another 45 minutes to get a break. If they need to take a water break, the player runs over the side and gets water. It's not like that yeah, big of a deal.
1: I I agree on a, corner so ridiculous. Kick, on a corner kick on a hot day. You just leave water bottles for both leave, teams on, at the end of the field. You could even have, because right. it's COVID, you have team A, team B, water right behind on it's a corner so, kick, go grab it. You know,
0: that's so ridiculous. Like Dude, they're I, professional athletes. Let's be real here.
2: The change that I have been really liking though, is the five subs. I oh, love the, good. I love the five subs. I, I think it just it. brings something so different and like you actually uh you know your the teams actually have to be deep um or it's more of an advantage if they are deep I would say. Um,
1: totally. I I think the five subs is great. I wonder if they're going to continue to do that. I think the five subs also we're not going to have enough like data just with these 9 to 10 games, but I think you could make the argument that over a season you might cut down on injuries if yep. you can properly load manage the highest player, the highest paid players, because they're in, you know, a Liverpool player, you got the, the league cup, FA cup champions league in the premier league. I mean, okay. co-
0: you know, like KD, KDB would be like, dude, thank God. I don't have to play like <laughs> yeah. fucking every minute of every game. God, KD, dude, yeah. That's KD right. KDB is just like, dude, thank you.
1: City without KD KDB off. is just like a bunch of guys my height that are like trolling around the midfield, <laughs> not even like a half touching the ball. <laughs> All right. So speaking of City, uh, what happened today, Mac? What, what, what happened to your boys?
2: Uh, yeah, clearly uh, a week of celebrating did not do as well. I think, uh, I honestly think, and, uh, our two, you know, so our fullbacks, uh, Trent Alexander, Arnold and, and Robertson, um, you know, I watched every game this season. They both decided to have their worst game on the same day. Uh, and that day was today. And, and we were just getting killed down the flank, um, especially on Robertson's side. Uh, and yeah, I mean, I, you know, what can you say city is an incredible team
0: and uh on their day
2: if they take all their chances i mean do
0: you think that the uh the first goal being a a pk um might have had an impact on their attitude for the rest of the game
2: yeah i think the first goal is always really important um especially when like you have two really good teams um but you know we we are a team uh that has come back a lot. Yeah. Um, sure. you know, we we we've gone down even this season we've gone down a few games uh and and come back. So um usually that's uh with this team it's not as maybe not as big of a deal. But, but I
0: for me for me, and this is just how I feel as a former soccer player, is that they don't have a Liverpool, they don't have anything to play for anymore. Like they're not they're not in the Champions League, they're not in the FA Cup. Yeah, I mean Are they in the FA Cup? They're in the No, FA... no, 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 no they are not. They're not. And like so they're not
1: there's nothing. There's there's, there's little, nothing they have literally nothing to play for and it's kind of like growing up when you're in a soccer tournament and it's the four teams in a round robin and you've played both your first games and you know your, your first two games and you know in that third game means nothing because your team can't go through. And that's where they are. And you can just tell when they show up. I mean I didn't expect it to be for nothing, but like I said, you know, I said to you before, it's just like, if you came down, if someone had never seen soccer before and you said, Hey, watch this game. It's going to be a good game. These are the two best teams in England. And they watched and you said, now which team won the premier league, right? That person would say man city undoubtedly. Um, because just watching that as just one little case study, you're like, Holy crap. And I, I, I they look so outclassed. I mean, like if you lose two nothing with an eighty to twenty percent possession, and somebody gets injured, whatever. But like they put out a really really strong starting lineup. They did. Oh um, yeah. Klopp wants. You know, I'm sure he's like, yeah. Why don't we set records? Let's break the hundred. Let's. Oh yeah, you know. they,
2: and they were going in there to to win it, and uh, you know I think um, they all had the players. You could tell. I mean, they were giving uh maximum effort i mean they were all it wasn't a, it wasn't one of those games you know where you see sometimes where you're like oh well they're they're not even in it you know mentally or they're just they're not they're kind of checked out or whatever they're all trying trying their best and i just think uh you know it wasn't wasn't on today
1: yeah totally and i i think you're right i think both the out uh, robertson and train alexander arnold just had shitty shitty games and it was kind of like a perfect storm when that happens you're at city. There's no fans, you know, to win the prem and to walk out with the other team clapping you on must be great, <laughs> but to do it with no fans, well, you know, I mean, ugh.
2: yeah. Yeah. And we're, you know, we're a team, I feel like especially with Klopp and kind of like our, how our whole team dynamic is like, we are very kind of like emotional uh, group. We kind of like feed off crowd momentum a lot. Um, you know, we like like having lost at Anfield and like, for year year, something crazy like that. I mean, I think, um, especially uh, we're especially a team that that you know that's like a big deal for.
1: Yeah, I, I I think the Anfield thing is totally real, and I and I just think and I and I think honestly, if they walk in the field in Man City's, you know, creating the tunnel for them, and Man City fans, I think would have shown them a lot of respect. It would have stood up and clapped them on because God, what they did is unbelievable. But to not have that, I just think must have been, you know, I don't know
0: anticlimactic.
1: It's super anticlimactic, and then like Jeff said, and as you said, to have the first goal be a PK. It's just like ugh, like this, like uh, I mean PKs are never good, but the, the timing of that. KDB score
0: and KDB, KDB score.
1: KDB buried it. Just buries. Uh, Allison's yes. still looking for the ball, um, <laughs> but it's um, yeah, I mean for nothing is just super surprising. Somebody who put down on that bet with a parlay of Chelsea three to two won a billion dollars. Yeah, <laughs> seriously, um, because that's just unbelievable, but. You want to get into the uh, predictions for next week, week thirty three, Jeffrey? I used your government name.
0: I'm gonna go with it's still a. I'm gonna title this episode week thirty
1: three. Oh, no, it's that's fine. Yeah, it is okay. week thirty three. Uh, yeah. The thirty
0: third. I'll introduce it as week thirty three. Layer bird. Then. That's the way. It-
1: you know uh, this jersey has number 34, <laughs> which is pre Paul Pierce at
0: the Celtics. All right, let's just start with Norwich, <laughs> Brighton.
1: yeah. So Mac, we'll 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 throw you out the lineups, and you can give us your uh, who, who you think's gonna win, tie, or lose. So we got Norwich at Brighton Hove Albion, or Norwich versus Brighton Hove Albion. I'm actually not sure
0: where they're playing. Um, I can look that up. Well, what do you think on that game? Who do you got? We we'll got the we got the team that's gonna get relegated versus the team that's probably going to
2: get relegated yeah it's yeah it's like a bottom uh bottom battle here but yeah i i think uh you know norwich they've been on a big time losing streak so i'm gonna say they're gonna turn this one around actually and they're gonna win uh, uh, one nothing
1: one nothing i like that it. is a game i'm excited not to watch thank you mac <laughs> well sure we'll
0: skip that one in the
1: morning all right <laughs> uh, man united versus bournemouth you would think well what do you think?
2: Yeah, I'm I'm going man you on this one. Um I'll go two nil. No.
1: Yeah. All right. I like that. The next one this one's um this one I like wouldn't even know where to put money if I had to put money. So we got Wolves Arsenal.
0: No, Leicester City. Yeah, Wolves Arsenal. Sorry. Wolves
2: Arsenal, yeah, I mean yeah. I mean Wolves Arsenal. Uh, what is there to say about wolves it, could 1-1, it could be
1: one to yeah, one it could be 10 10 tough yeah you never know what you're it gonna depends
0: get depends if triary starts or not well he doesn't skip leg day so <laughs> he's probably gonna come off the bench he's he, he, a little sore he is the bench
2: <laughs> what do you think i'll go to, i'll go 2 one wolves oh yes.
0: Ooh, I, like I like it i like it uh
1: leicester city crystal palace
2: um I actually think I'm gonna call. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a tie on this one. I'm gonna say a uh, a one one draw.
0: Ooh, good. Because Crystal Palace, well, Leicester City, hell, <laughs> who knows? You never know. Leicester uh, Crystal Palace got beat. Crystal Leicester City got beat. I want to say Leicester. I want Leicester to lose. Leicester, I really I want to just buy into this Leicester City like tanking for the rest of the season. Is there a way they can get relegated? There's no way, but okay, <laughs> they could definitely get uh, they can definitely, definitely be out of the Europa qualifying, which is like would be very satisfying.
2: That's, that, I, I mean, that that's... with if
0: Man City gets their ban upheld, that's like what sixth place, Ye- seventh place, they had, seventh. they had to finish in seventh. seventh, yeah. So, which isn't, which isn't no, I mean, with the way that Man United, Wolves, Sheffield, Sheffield, and Arsenal are playing, yeah,
1: yeah, you know, uh. The last one. This is the last of the Saturday matches. We had five matches. Is Chelsea Watford? Watford is uh, where are they? Watford's seventeenth, or one point above the relegation zone, yeah. and Chelsea is the last of the Mohegans
0: in the top four. But coming off a.
1: But coming off a really great loss at West
0: Ham. Coming off yeah. a thrilling defeat at West Ham, which
2: after after that loss, I think Frank's gonna get the fire in him. I think they're gonna win this next one three to zero. <sighs>
0: See, see, I didn't even pay him to say that. But more importantly, how many goals
2: from yeah, Pulisic?
1: Yeah, how many, how many goals for Pulisic in that? Pulisic,
2: um, at least one. Going... at least one. We'll make one. it. We'll make
1: an asterisk. At least <laughs> yeah. one. At least one. one. <laughs> Just not like one and a Plus, half. Not a half, but one. Greater than <laughs> or equal to one. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> if then. Um. So all right, moving on to Sunday, we got Burnley, Sheffield. This is a bigger game then I would normally give it credit for Um, Sheffield's in seventh, Burnley's in 10th. They're separated by two points. Um, What are you thinking?
2: Uh, I'm going Sheffield two to one.
1: I like that. I like that. And then we got Newcastle, West Ham. He's only saying that because uh, Sheffield beat Tom. (laughs) Is that why I'm saying that? That's why I'm saying that. He likes to rub salt, doesn't
0: he? He does. But also, I got to remind you, that Sheffield has, before the the big Tottenham win, they were shooting the bed. Yeah, yeah. they
2: had not looked good after it the restart. It looked bad. Like, Henderson yeah.
0: was giving up goals, left them right. I was ready yeah. to put him on the fucking... Like, I was ready to get him to sign to fucking Chelsea. I was like, <laughs> I was giving him
1: like yeah. a contract. As soon as Kepa <laughs> drops the ball and the net like, like, like turns, get Henderson balls. in there. He's like, he's like, he just sends me sign Henderson. Like, <laughs> yeah. Cause that helps. <laughs> <laughs> so, West so Ham. I,
0: I actually, so circle it back. I think Burnley's gonna win that game.
1: How's Burnley gonna? Okay, okay. You think Burnley's gonna win? All right, write right down, right down your prediction.
0: No, 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 no. I'm gonna take it back again. I think they're gonna tie 2 2. Jesus. Make up your
2: mind, sir.
0: I make one prediction a week.
1: That's the one prediction I'm making, and you're gonna get shit for I, it. I think it's a decent prediction. <laughs> okay, right. It's not based on emotion. That's good. Uh, West Ham Newcastle.
2: <laughs> um, you know, I'm gonna go West Ham here. I'm gonna go two nothing. What? Right.
1: Two nothing? Two oh, nothing match? Shit! I love it. I love it. That's pretty bold. I don't think you're wrong. I mean, this is gonna be a game because. Newcastle is playing well
0: Yes.
1: and West Ham just overachieved. So this could be another good, like the Burnley, Sheffield, West Ham, Newcastle Sunday is going to be good. The next game, maybe not so much uh, Aston Villa, Liverpool. I expect Liverpool, like poor Aston Villa, they're just trying to scrape points. And now they got to play your team, which (laughs) they're they're probably all like sitting in their own rat tail bunkers, just looking long tonight. Just like, I don't know, on Instagram.
2: (laughs) they're they're gonna be so pissed they're gonna win three nothing
1: nice. i think three nothing is conservative and i like I it's, it I, i'm gonna go with five nothing yeah, <laughs> i'm gonna say six nothing and that's no hyperbole um South. would you say three
2: he said three he said three yeah.
1: southampton uh this is the last game on sunday southampton city
2: okay so i think southampton is gonna st- score danny Ings, uh has been on fire recently so I'll go three, two, Man City.
1: ooh, man City win though. I like that. I like that. Danny ings is a guy. This is the question that, about Danny ings. yeah that Jeff has been asking, which Where is where's is like, he going next year? Yeah, where's he going? like mm. some because some of those you know Norwich has got some 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 firepower. Um, you know any any guy who scores any guy in a team that's 15 down. Who can get double digits in the prem? He's second. I respect because you're pulling yeah, goals, goals out
0: of like I don't even know. You know, yeah, he's eighteen. He's he's only one. I mean, if he scores again, he's going to be the top scorer in the league. I mean, eighteen he, goals.
1: I mean, he's he's a guy that's got to be just picked up. I, I don't know by who or maybe he leaves the prem, but he's he's had a great season. Um, and so, okay, Liverpool. Yeah, I I think that that's I think I think he's got some good predictions there. What do you think, Jeff? You don't think
0: so. You look I mean, sad. Southampton. What is... did he say about Southampton? Three to two. He said
1: three to two. City winning.
0: Oh, City winning three to two. I change that. I write that. Switch that around.
1: I think he's trying to mess with your predictions, Mac. He doesn't want you to win.
0: Uh, yeah. Uh, we'll take a picture of it and we'll. This, make sure this is like
1: whose lines in anywhere where the points don't matter. But anyway, um... guys,
0: that was a lot of games. That yeah, like... that's why we're recording every three days. It's brutal. Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's so we, we exactly we my... reca- we recapped what one. Let me two, tell you three, something. Four, we got eight games. Let me tell you we... something. Me, us recording down here every couple days. It's I'm. It's putting a serious stress on my my marriage. <laughs> yeah. It's brutal. It's a stress on your marriage. <laughs> it's a stress on my whole life. Okay, on your life, <laughs>
1: your life, which is your marriage. Yes.
0: <laughs> life equals marriage. Jared texting me today, he's like, like, "All right, we're gonna record today, and then." Sunday. I'm like today's... Well we have to record Sunday because I'm like today is have... fucking today's Thursday. What do you mean? <laughs> but this is a weekly podcast. Oh it's weekly. Yeah, it's weekly. It's deep weekly. Oh it's like it's turning into
1: bi weekly. I'm like Oh, it's bi. <laughs> this podcast is surely bi. <laughs> what is gender? Anyway, so Mac, what, what
0: is Liverpool doing in the offseason? What are they doing? Who can they get?
1: Yeah, let's so it's like a, it's like a fuck Chuck Mary situation. Um, Who do you want to get? Who do you want to sell? And who do you want to put on loan? Um, And besides, who do you want to put on loan besides James Milner?
0: Oh, yeah. Well, (laughs) he's not. I mean, he's (laughs) hurt. He's hurt. Exactly. Loan. Yeah, put him out there. (laughs) As soon as you're hurt, you're on loan.
2: (laughs) I love James Milner. He's a tank. I I do, too. When he was playing
1: at um, Newcastle, I was like dude this dude's this dude's a real deal I hope he gets a also, shot and you got a shot.
2: Also a great follow on social media. He's hilarious. Is he? Oh my god he's like he's so funny. I'm gonna um, I'm gonna you, would, you wouldn't think it because his whole thing you know is like boring James Miller but um, he's really Yeah I know
1: you wouldn't think it he's like the guy so who what, was, what, I assume is playing like electronic chess on the bus. <laughs> so
0: what do Liverpool yeah. do in the offseason?
2: Okay so do? I think um, I think they're gonna try and shore up um, some in the forward position. I think they're gonna be looking for some someone to kind of uh, rotate, you know, with our top three. Um,
0: who, who who are you bringing? Oh, so you're gonna bring in a, an an offensive player? Yeah, that's what a forward is, Jeffrey. Yes, but like you know, they got Salah. And, yeah, they have Salah. Yeah, and they're like their deal, their whole scoring deal. Who
1: are you bringing in, Mac?
0: Yeah, who are you bringing in?
2: Um, Sanchez. Or Sancho. Jordan Sancho.
1: Oh my God. I was like, you want to bring in Alexis Sanchez? What have you been watching? (laughs) I'm really worried for you. This is like a problem, Mac. (laughs) Um, No, I did. Okay. Jin Jin Sancho. That he would be phenomenal. And I, I guarantee somebody right now is texting him from all of the top English clubs. Minus Chelsea. We've already done a lot of buying, but if he gets that call, how does he not go? How do you not join Liverpool where they are right now?
0: the price yeah. I, I mean basically dude it comes down it comes down to like basically how much is he worth and where they're willing to pay it uh, uh,
1: i if they can get him why not that would be honestly like a a uh, kevin durant joining the golden state after they won i mean, yeah, I mean or after also, they lost when they should have sancho
0: linked to like some other clubs too
1: he's linked to a lot of clubs yeah he's the one who casey said casey said that he man wants him as well yeah man you um
2: yeah i think everybody everybody's going to be after him
1: yeah, and the fact that he's English too is like you know you want it, you want you want that on your club. So all right, so you want to bring in, bring in, bring in Jane Who do you want to trade and who do you want to sell? Sorry, um, I'll put on loan and sell. Excuse me.
2: I think um, I want to put Harvey Elliott on loan. Okay. Do um, you guys know who that is? Yeah, oh, a young player.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm assuming he's long. He's still younger. got a paper out. Yeah, he's good. He's yeah, like 12. Yeah, he's
2: like he's like 16. Honestly. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's looked really good. But um, yeah, I just want to get him some experience. Um, and then, uh, what's the other one? Oh, who do I want to sell? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think maybe we need to sell, uh, Matip um he is he's been playing he's actually been playing pretty well for us but he's he gets injured all the time and uh i think we get we could find someone better to kind of strengthen our back line um we have to sub.
0: you should just i think milner should retire oh is we
1: adding one milner yeah
2: retire retire milner i love I, milner too much
1: yeah i i think that Mattip selling is a really good idea because you have a pretty strong back line um with um joe gomez i like him i think he's can grow a lot i think he still makes some amateurish stuff how old is he like 22 he's 20 20? he's like
2: 21 i think god i mean yeah, being yeah a, he's he's super young
1: super young cbs that are under 22 is like rare you really need to have a knowledge of the game to be able to like marshal. So that's really impressive. Who's the other guy? You got the Croatian. who I can't remember his name, but he said he's the oh, best in the L- world. Lovren.
3: <laughs> yeah, Lovren. Lovren.
1: yeah. Yeah. He said he was the best in the world because he got to <laughs> yeah. the champions league semi champions league final and the world cup final. Yeah. Um You still got Lovren back there and he's another guy who I would maybe just say, throw him out on loan. Cause I think yeah, you can get top dollar.
2: I think after this season, it's probably uh That'd probably be a smart move, but he is, uh, from what everything I've read, he's kind of like the guy that is like um, friends with everyone and like jokes around in the locker room. And like he and Salah are like best friends. So I think he is kind of like um, everyone loves him. All the players love him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think like it, it would, it's probably time for him to to move on.
1: I, I've i like seen him in interviews and I think he's hilarious. And like, can you imagine yeah. he, like he and Salah just hanging out? Like, what are they, what are they, <laughs> what are they do? Are they like they really into, yeah. I don't know, like model airplanes and they just like paint <laughs> yeah. them and drink like, I don't know, seltzers or something. And
2: whatever they're doing, it's probably a very wholesome activity. I Super mean, wholesome. Mo- most Salah.
1: Super wholesome. Seeing? I think that that's really solid. And, and the, what were the announcers today saying? I think they also echoed that, that you may want to bring in another firepower up front and not be, just not get comfortable with what you have. It's always good to continue to expand um, yeah. and continue to grow. And I think Liverpool will have the money to kind of go out and buy one or two really solid players.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: the market may also be underpriced because of this COVID thing. Um, yeah. Many clubs are not, many clubs could be really cash hungry. And so they could go to like, yeah, Bruce Dortmund and say, Hey, you know what? Normally Sancho's worth 110 120 with the normal market but we're going to give you 75 and we'll send you over matip i think they take that you know right um but it's going to be right. interesting well, to see
2: well the other thing too is like you know our first forward off the bench right now is Origi. and he's he's really good and he can kind of change the game but he's a he's more of like a target guy um target player it's a lot the dynamic is totally different when we bring him in with the top three um, so if we could get someone that's more of kind of a, a like for like change with either um, Salah or, or Mane, um, I think that would do us, do us good.
1: I, um yeah. I, I and I forgot about Origi, which is sorry. Sorry, sorry, Origi. Um, <laughs> do you think this is a conversation too, that I think we're going to start to have, who do you think is the player of the season? Um, because does it come from Liverpool? Normally, historically, you know the team that will win. Normally, the the MVP pops out of there. But do you think that there's like because KDB would be the only other argument um, potentially right now? I don't know. I mean,
2: well, who would who would you choose from Liverpool? That's
1: Maybe. the thing. I I don't know because they were saying today that they like Jordan Henderson just because he's kind of like the heart of the team, the captain. Da da Yeah, duh.
2: I mean that's that's who I would say just because of like his um, you know he's such, he's such a good captain. I mean his worth ethic is incredible. Um, and he never gets kind of like the recognition for kind of running, running that midfield. And, you know, the way our system works, like the three we have in the midfield, they're pretty much, they pre- what they, their role is pretty much that of like an outside back um, because we use our forwards or our, our uh, outside backs so much going forward. It's always those middle three that are kind of dropping back. Um, and so those are the real kind of like unsung heroes of our team when all of them, um, Henderson uh, and Fabinho.
1: Yeah, Fabinho. I even forgot that he like played for Real Madrid. But he, his like, I think that's the interesting thing about Liverpool right now is almost all of their players have had very interesting journeys to get to this team.
2: We we've never like in this iteration like we do. We've not bought a superstar. <laughs> like we've all we've gotten players, and they've you know some of them have turned into really really good uh, players. But like all of them grew. Uh, once they got here, which is as a fan, it's like really cool to watch that, that happen. That's kind of what this season has kind of been about uh, for me, at least watching it. It's been awesome.
1: Yeah, it is. Because honestly, I was thinking back to all those players. All those players have been just shipped around to different countries, different leagues, different teams, different coaches. And this team is maybe the first time where a lot of them honestly feel a sense of like, this is my club. I'm really pl- proud to play here. Um, because some of them were just kind of used in pawns and kind of like thrown around Europe. I mean, like Kevin De Bruyne, he, you know, Kevin De Bruyne, he's, he's on Chelsea. Then he goes out to the German league, plays awesome at Wolfsburg. Finally city, get him. They get a deal. Uh, and then and then he's coming. In. Sorry, I don't know why I'm talking about Kevin De Bruyne. I was thinking of Mo Salah, another yeah, Chelsea yeah, guy. Yeah, same, same. But Mosalah, same thing. Goes yeah. out, has to play. I think he played in Fiorentina, and then he played at AS Roma, and then Liverpool buy him from there. But they've all just had these crazy, crazy stories, and nothing has been linear. And so I think now that they're all there, and Klopp is there, it's just I don't know. It's it's been really interesting to see.
2: Yeah. Well, the joke is that you know we pilfered uh, Southampton's team. We got Adam Milana, uh, Jordan Henderson, and I think Mane was there. Mane was there? Um, yeah. So <laughs> wasn't, uh, wasn't Van Dyke
1: there, or am I crazy?
2: No. Oh, yeah, he was there. He, yeah. he played there. at Celtic and then and then uh, Southampton.
1: Yeah, exactly. He played Celtic. He was on that Southampton team with Mane. I think they were there for a time. But that's just like, I don't know. They're, I've never seen a team that's had so many players that were essentially moneyballed, put onto a soccer team, and then won Everything because normally in soccer, like the numbers will tell you, the teams with the biggest budgets and the teams that spend the most um, year on year, the teams that win the most. And Liverpool has not done that, and they've honestly like Red Sox two thousand four, two thousand seven, Moneyball, the way that they've brought in talent, seen crazy amounts of potential, and then really fostered and brought all their players up to that potential. Um, yeah,
2: and like um, you know, I think the the biggest signings that we've had uh, have been Allison and van dyke and uh a
1: goalie and a, that was only
2: only made possible because we lost our best player coutinho
1: I, th- I isn't that where like the world turns on its head when coutinho used to be your best player
2: i mean i honestly when he left it was like first after the gerrard slip in like 2014 and then after coutinho left i thought we were never never gonna win <laughs> um, it just the gerrard
1: like... slip hashtag demba Ba Oh my goes God. down and buries that. I mean, I watched, as I'm sure you watched that game, I watched that game and when he slipped, I was just like, no way. Demba just goes down buries it and then mathematically you're just like, okay.
0: That's that. But to be fair, like, it wasn't like just this season. Like, last season they, by all accounts, by most Premier League seasons they would have probably won. I mean, they only lost by oh, one. Yeah. Point. I mean, it was only one point. And I think it was to Man City who was just like, unbelievable
1: and i feel like if you even lose i don't even feel like did you feel like it was a loss of the premier league last season did it feel like a loss because no i mean it
2: felt like we lost to man city (laughs) you know like in that game that's what the games against man city is like that's what defined the season
1: that's what defined the season because i remember watching the end of it because we're all watching to see wow is man city going to slip up and is liverpool going to take advantage and you know the last whistle blows and the players had their like families, unless I'm wrong, unless I'm like crazy, they had their families out in the field and they were like happy. They also knew at this point that they were probably going to be in the Champions League final. Um, but yeah. they, it wasn't a sense of like, you know, when Man U lost the title in 2012 to Man City, they weren't on the field, you know, in the last moments. They weren't on the field with their families like happy. You know what I mean? So it was a sense right. of like we literally did the best that we could do. Um, and that's it. And they were just better. You know,
3: yeah,
1: yeah. um, because I didn't see it as a loss. I just saw it as like a we're gonna build on this. And we're, you know, you had to. The books were all set up for Liverpool to win this year, whereas yeah. last year it was for City to win. So, yeah. I don't know. Um, Jeff, how you doing?
0: One too many. Uh, one too many hard setters.
1: How many? How many is how many is one too many? <laughs> Seven.
0: At least three. I'm a dad now, it's so I'm a lightweight.
1: You're a 33 da- a year old dad for week 33. <laughs> you give him three beers and
0: he's done. And guess who scored three goals against your boys? I don't want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> this this week has been a rough week. It's only Thursday. I've, I've tried to. I know. And we got another. It's it's too much. I gotta. Oh.
1: Chef, your notes. It's my notes. It's are like falling. it's like
0: Mourinho's notebook.
1: <laughs> it's like Kanye West's rhyme book. These oh things, my gosh,
2: he, guys, Mourinho looked so mad today. Oh, oh my he, gosh.
1: Well, in the VAR when they turned that over, he just like slumped down in one of those big racing chairs and just pouted, yeah. you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I told Jeff, I called say, "Hey, get all the Mourinho quotes ready in the post." Yeah. Just like 20 minutes of the Mourinho. The outro of just this yelling. podcast is
0: just this is the Mourinho press conference where he goes he's like there's not even a first official anymore. The first official is now the second official, and the second official is actually the third official. Man, you make Mourinho sound like the bad guy in Ratatouille. He is the, the food critic in Ratatouille. Is. He, 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 he basically he's he puts into words what I feel <laughs> every day when I watch VAR. It's like, what's the point of the ref even being in the field? They just oh they should just have an official. From VAR, blow the whistle over the loudspeaker you know, and then stop the game. There and used to be a
1: time it's brutal. when you didn't like Mourinho, and now he's <laughs> like the drunk at the local bar that you now agree with. You're like,
0: oh yeah, he was always right. Flat Earth. That's you know, it. like. He is he's yeah he's the guy for me no god isn't that Mourinho? you guys should make
2: the Mourinho impression a regular segment weekly segment
0: exactly jeff
1: just adds it in post wherever he wants and just (laughs) splits out like 20 minutes in the middle of the cast i can't
0: anymore i can't but let's be fair we're we're gonna do a whole episode just on the on var and like what i what i maybe maybe we'll do
1: one episode and we'll just have people come on and they have 30 minutes to yell about var and we (laughs) just go on to the next and on we splice them all together and send them over to england and be like this is what
0: the colonies think (laughs) like it's like they never watched how any other sports league does instant replay and they decided to do their own thing that's what it feels like because like all they had to do all they had to do was basically copy the nfl right and they would have basically got it right because the NFL they they have the officials on the field look at the, the 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 what happens and they make the call. That's it. They don't send it up to the booth, right?
1: Can you can you imagine for a second, if you will, Jeff, imagine, think think uh, about it. Open your mind. There is somebody who is now like the VAR manager and he has to go home to his family or she has to go home to her uh, family. Yeah. Hey, honey, how was work? I sat in a rat tail bunker and I judged 22 men running
0: around. Yeah. I mean, well, that's what it comes down to. There is literally a, a, there's a room where they get to decide the fate of soccer games. This is,
1: this brings another thing that Jeff and I wanted to talk to you today, Mac, and you will get to choose one person. I was saying that we should bring on Steve Nash as somebody um, who's well-versed in soccer is known in pop culture um he's a Spurs fan he would be cool maybe somebody else we could bring on is the VAR director and just lambast but Mac who would you bring on who would you bring on if you could bring on someone on a boys and bolos you get back on and we have this guest who is it
2: uh I would bring on LeBron James and because he owns he owns um he he owns Mac (laughs) yeah he's he's a part owner in uh in Liverpool so that's a really Everyone. good one.
1: We're basically just gonna bring on all these NBA players that yeah. have interest in soccer and then flush it out. Like Antetokounmpo, talk to us. And he's just like not even in the frame. I am sh- <laughs> gonna
0: say, LeBron, shut this VAR
1: shit down. What what if LeBron started a campaign through uninterrupted about shutting
0: VAR down? Oh my god, that'd be amazing. It'd get shut down. It probably would. It probably would. All right. He's got it. enough pull, I think. He's got he is the pull. We gotta get we gotta get LeBron on.
1: Mac, that's a really good idea. <laughs> that's a really good idea. <laughs> we were like, who can we idea. get on?
0: Like, I think in the in the age of COVID, bringing people on, like, random, like, they'll be, like, it's very possible now because in-person meetings aren't happening anymore. You just, you just, you just invite them to your Zoom meeting and they show up.
1: Should we just leave this out in, like, a Reddit thread, the Zoom, the Zoom, like, ID and just see who shows
0: up? <laughs> we might get a lot of, we might get a lot of um of those, like, what are they called? bots zoom bomb zoom bombs
1: what's a zoom bomb it's that like when you somebody comes on and flashes no it's it's like hardcore
0: porn and stuff (laughs) it's more
1: hardcore porn it's not much of (laughs) we've been meaning to film the cast and put it up on instagram we will
0: definitely put that episode up. (laughs) everything's just like
1: a mirage of blur
0: boys and (laughs) bolas i don't think we're gonna do that but in the age of (laughs) in the age of zoom into covid the, the possibility of getting a person who might join the meeting on a zoom call is exponentially higher much, exponentially higher. i like the idea we're lebron go james yeah i mean lebron, LeBron i've got lebron james
1: and steve nash we just have nba players that we're gonna bring in to talk about soccer It's pretty good lebron james would be phenomenal because i would you know we just have him here we have mac we just say mac talk and we'll just be quiet and just giggle but like like lebron why are you into soccer like, I just want to know, like, know. Uh, from other than a financial thing. Well, I, I, you know, he has all LeBron, when he got to the league, he brought along a lot of people uh, from Akron, uh, you know, his friends. And he basically said like, we're going to create like an agency, you know, you're going to be my manager. You're going to be my PR. You're going to do branding. You're going to do this. You're going to do outreach. Um, I want to give back and I want to bring people with me. And so like, somebody I don't think it was LeBron and maybe it was LeBron but like the story in my head is he's so busy being one of the best basketball players ever that somebody came along and was like here here's a really good financial opportunity the Henry group now owns Liverpool look what they did with the Red Sox what if in the next three to four years they do that with Liverpool your money will triple or quadruple you know because it's just all investment he put a lot of money and so I want to know how he found out and like the whole backstory because
2: that's fascinating and I yeah that would be super interesting
1: all right, we got LeBron. Probably one of the hardest things ever. <laughs> we got
2: LeBron. No, I got you guys. Got it. You guys can get him. We can get him, dude. It Mac is faith.
1: faith. <laughs> so, all right, we're gonna. We've gone over and and Mac. We only signed your contract for one hour.
0: We've gone over a little
3: bit.
1: Yeah, so he might. We might hear from Mac's lawyers.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll,
1: you'll
2: you'll be receiving a letter.
0: Yeah, exactly, exactly. A well, a hand lit, a handwritten letter <laughs> with wax on the back. Yeah. <laughs> well, Mac. I do appreciate you joining us giving us your predictions. They're pretty bold, some of them I don't agree with uh, we'll we'll make sure we we'll make sure we we tally these ones up and put them on the board.
1: Oh they're on they're, well, on the, they're mentally on the board. they'll be on the
0: board yeah I wrote them down
1: so so then this is what we do so if you get something right like you say Chelsea's uh, gonna beat Watford if that happens you get a point. If you say Chelsea beats Watford two to one and they win two to one, you get three points. Oh, nice! And so yes. we're gonna add up Casey's, and we'll start to keep this live. We'll keep it on Instagram or something, and let people know how the guests are doing. And then at the end of whenever the season is, which is actually coming up, we'll send swag out. Yeah. Um, to our guests.
0: So we're keeping the running it. tally. We're trying to get a guest on every week. Yeah. Um, if you are interested in in being a guest, uh, please like hit us up on Instagram, hit us up on Facebook. We'll. Uh... Twitter. Twitter, yeah, we even have Twitter. We'll uh, we'll try to uh, slot you in there, Um, Mac. Nice to meet you. Good to have you. Uh, This will be the end of Boys and Bolos Week thirty two slash Week thirty three. Going on thirty three podcast. My name is Jeff Healy.
1: I'm Jarrett Mac.
0: It's
2: Mac. Great to be here. Thanks, guys. (laughs) It's great to.
0: Hi, Mac. Great to be here. (laughs) Everyone, have a good week. Make sure you watch those games this weekend. Go Spurs. Go Chelsea. Go Liverpool. Bye.
3: But the man on the pitch is the assistant referee. And um, the man and, and, and today the man and the lady with the flags, they used to be the assistant referees. They are the assistants of the assistant referee. The referee is in the office. The referee is in the office. And I think this is the start of uh, the start of the, of of everything.